Welcome to The Coaching Podcast with your hosts, Emma Doyle and Simon Blair, coach for success in sport and business. Hello and welcome to The Coaching Podcast. I'm Emma Doyle here with fantastic world-famous coach, love him to bits, um, Louis Kaye. Thank you so much for being on the show. The first question is the Vegemite question. You know the Vegemite, the spread, the Australian spread on bread. Have you tried it? Do you, it's, you either love it or you strongly dislike it. I didn't try it, unfortunately, but... Uh... Next generation will, for sure. In which case you can choose either your best coaching moment or not such a great coaching moment. And what are, what are the lessons there for the listeners? Okay. Best coaching moment, I think, is the when Sebastian Larot, Daniel Astor won the gold medal against the famous Australian, the Wheaties, in Sydney yeah. against Australia in 2000. Yeah. Uh, being part of winning a gold medal is so special. And we felt it when we were coming back. Uh, if they win a slam, which they did, there's only some coverage in two tennis special magazine. If you win a gold medal, it's in McLean magazine. It's everywhere. And in Canada, that year, we had just three gold medals as a country. So it was massive. And uh, But it, it was mostly because the players were focusing on it for two, three years. So to have, think about it for so long. I even do the mental rehearsal that you hear. I saw the players on the podium, national anthem, I did everything I could do myself to be in a state of strongly believing in it. Uh, so, yeah, I think that was the proudest moment of uh, when I started. The, similar to that, it was Jamie and Andy not doing well at the Olympics in Rio, and me saying to Jamie, say, you know what, the best way for that is to bounce back and go win the U.S. Open and finish number one. And he was far too, we didn't think he could finish number one at that time. And he said, okay, let's do it. And then he won the U.S. Open and finished number one. What do I mean by this? Is that, personally, I always find a reason to get motivated when it goes well, and I find reason to get motivated when it goes not well. So regardless what happened, I'll find a twist to, to just keep going and get the best I can be. Yeah, fantastic. The next question is the sliding doors question. Uh, two very, very, very specific ones. Uh, one was I was about 25. I was going to apply to have a job in geography in a college. Very excited. So in the elevator, I say to a girl who was there, she said, you look excited. Yeah, there's a job for that. Geography, I think I'm going to get it. I'm going to apply. And I heard that I lost the job. To whom? to the person I talk in the elevator who went to apply and got the job. So, and because I didn't get the job, I said, oh, I should coach tennis, at least earn some money and then see if I will do a doctorate in geography or what I will do. And I loved it. And then I stuck to coaching tennis. So that was a real sliding door of an elevator door, a real one. The second one, after the Olympics, I felt my career was okay. I was going 48-50. I said to my ex-wife, uh, you know, like at that time I'll stop and start to manage a club. And I wanted to stop coaching tennis, even going to life coaching, a new challenge. And suddenly something happened, bang, a real sliding door. And first thing I know, I was in love with a British woman. <laughs> and to come and work here, a uh, life coach was not strong enough for me to to make a living. And... Uh, I was sure I would get a job as a tennis coach, and I got back into tennis coaching. Wow. 
so love. So one a real sliding door, the other one just new love in my life, a British lady. And that's why I came to Great Britain. Fantastic. In one to a maximum of three words, what do you think makes a great coach? Caring and vision. Beautiful. Could you expand a little bit on those two points? Uh, caring because I really believe in being learner center, athlete center, player center, whatever it is. And you cannot really be in that approach if you don't have a genuine care for your athlete or people you work with. And vision is to be able to, I think the player has a dream goal vision and me, I will have a, a process vision. I will say they want to go there. I believe it go there and now this is what we need. And for that, I need the awareness of standard, assess them where they are and how will I bridge a gap. And when I have a clear vision that I can bridge that gap, I know very well that they will succeed and then I share that belief with them and that makes like a synergy and it happens very often. Fantastic. And even what you were saying before about care, how many, you're mentioning the players that you've worked with over many, many years. Can you just mention that again? Just for yeah, I think when the, the player feels you have a genuine care and genuine belief in them and that they feel you can improve them, I don't see why they will yeah. quit. I don't do that for them to stay with me, but uh, I'll touch wood. All the players I worked with was for four or five years, and I didn't experience yet a player like leaving me for another coach. So I'll touch wood, but I think it comes from people care what you know when they know that you care, and I really believe in that. This is for bonus content. You had a really great quote today about tennis coaches, we teach tennis versus the, the other way around. What was that? That, that was a great one-liner. Okay. Uh, when you are a high-performance coach, you teach for a performer, which means his head, heart, and legs, and then you teach tennis. So I believe we're there to teach people tennis and not tennis to people. And that's true for beginners where we have to teach them to enjoy, relax, have fun uh, before, like, uh, make that model. And at the higher level is to teach the proper beliefs, values, attitude, mindset, and not just technique and tactics. Fantastic. What's the one question that you love to ask of others? For my colleagues' coach, it's uh, mostly... Uh, I work a lot that uh, ask them question a lot about beliefs. It's rare that I say, how do you teach a back end or stuff like this? Yeah. I know, not that I know for sure, but I know the different possibilities. I know, I know but uh, belief is so important. that. Uh, and the foundation like of where their so, beliefs so, come from. Yeah, so it's not so much. Okay, I'll answer it a bit differently. I didn't have the chance to attend many conferences outside of tennis but I want to learn outside of tennis and those who have influenced me a lot to do conference but I cannot ask him question. For example, where Anthony Robbins, his book, Giant Between and all this, he gives in the part of the books how to change beliefs or mini belief. So I would go on a, a trip with the players and I would say, what takes you to feel confident before a match? Some player will say, just give me a racket, man, and say, come on. Some say, but you know, there has to be some cloud. When it's a blue sky, I don't play very well. I have to have practice a lot before, but I need to have win like quite a lot before. When I lose, I don't. And they arrive with about 20 rules, which is all small belief in order to be confident. So I know they'll never be confident. So then I learned from Anthony Robbins how you destroy these mini beliefs and empower them so that they feel like I just have to step on the court and I'm ready. So uh, I will read a lot on beliefs, emotion how to validate emotions and all this. So I do a lot of uh, self-inquiring, self-reading, 
a website, so I, I do search a lot. I have a lot of questions, but I don't have the chance to ask a question directly to a person. Yeah, yeah, but um, fantastic question. Yeah, yeah. That's even how you started your presentation today, straight away and getting us to ask each other questions, and uh, questioning skills is so important. So thank you so much for being on the show, Louis. Thank you, Emma. <laughs> The Coaching Podcast was brought to you by Emma Doyle and Simon Blair. And if you enjoyed this episode, please remember to give it a rating and a review on your podcast listening device. Thanks for listening.